0: Scripture text for today comes from Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 42. Uh, Would you listen with me for the Word of God? Now in Joppa, there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity, and at that time she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in a room upstairs. Since Lydia was near Joppa, the disciples who heard that Peter was there sent two men with him with the request, please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside, and then he knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. She gave her his hand and helped her up. Then, calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Friends, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated.
1: Thank you, Daniel. Please go with me to God in prayer. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing to you. Amen. She told me to go to bed when I stayed up past one in the morning. She was always cooking too much food. She was there to celebrate my victories, to offer wisdom when I messed up, and comfort when I needed it. She even dug my car out of the snow. The person I'm talking about isn't my mom. In fact, she isn't anyone's mom. This woman's name is Bonnie. She lived across the hall from me in seminary. Bonnie is 12 years older than me. So she's too young to be my actual mom, but she has lived more life than me and has plenty of love to share. Bonnie is a cancer survivor. She has worked with survivors of child abuse and as a youth pastor. When there is a situation in life or in ministry that I don't know how to navigate, Bonnie is usually my first text message. In our little seminary friend group, Bonnie was the mom friend. What is a mom friend, you ask? It is the person in the group who acts like everyone's mom. The mom friend makes sure the group gets places safely and on time. The mom friend has Kleenex, ibuprofen, Tums, and snacks in her bag. The mom friend is the one you call in an emergency. The mom friend is the first to show up and she will sweep the floor and take out the trash before she leaves. The mom friend will drive you to the airport and apply bandages to your incision after you have surgery. If you can't think of a mom friend among your circle of friends, you might be the mom friend. (laughs) Today's scripture is about Tabitha, who was a leader in the early church. The scripture does not say that Tabitha was the mom friend, but I'll say it. Tabitha was the mom friend. The author of Acts, Luke, tells us that Tabitha was devoted to good works and acts of charity. The Greek word used here, EPOe, also suggests, excuse me, that Tabitha was constantly ministering to others and supported the budding Jesus movement financially. We can infer that she would have been a person of some wealth. Tabitha ministered and served the widows of Joppa. Widows were a deeply marginalized group in this time and place. Women, including widowed women, were not allowed to earn money. They needed to be supported by a husband or another male relative. The widows who Tabitha cared for, for whatever reason, did not have the support of a man and were left destitute to fend for themselves. The early church's ministry to widows was a crucial part of their witness and it was much needed in their communities. Acts chapter 6 tells us about seven men who were appointed to the care of widows of Jerusalem. The Greek verb diakonin tells us that these seven men were commissioned as deacons. Luke does not tell us if a similar arrangement was made for the church in Joppa, but Tabitha's steadfast love and service to widows suggests that she was doing the same kind of ministry as these seven men. However, Luke never writes about the widows of Jerusalem praising these guys. Despite these men holding the official title of deacon, a title forbidden to Tabitha because of her gender, it is Tabitha's work that is praised. The widows in her care showed Peter the clothes Tabitha had made for them. Again, alluding to how generous Tabitha was with her time, talent, love, and money. In a culture where it was common for wealthy people to hoard their resources and scorn those with less money, Tabitha stands out as a person of compassion. Through her kind and generous spirit, Tabitha cultivates a beloved community among the widows of Joppa. So much so that when she dies, they weep and beg for Peter to resurrect her. We do not know if Tabitha was ever married or if she raised children. We do not know if she felt the pain of childbirth if she cried when her baby refused to latch or if she held tiny hands and guided tiny feet in their first steps what we do know is that tabitha showed gentle kind mothering love to the widows of joppa someone does not have to be a literal mother to express mothering love. Like my friend Bonnie, Tabitha embodied the mothering love of God and shared it with everyone around her. The mothering love of God is discussed throughout scripture. The prophet Hosea says that God will protect us like a mother bear protects her cubs. In Matthew, it it says that God gathers us in like a mother hen gathers her chicks under her wings. God is also described as a nursing mother, a mother in labor, a mother eagle, a mother teaching a child to walk, and a mother comforting her crying child. Tabitha showed God's mothering love to people who are not her children. Whether you are a mother in a literal sense or not, we can all practice mothering love. A love that is from God, that is nurturing, intimate, generous, all-consuming, Tender, wise, and fierce is a mothering love. This is the kind of love that God gives to us. This is the kind of love that Tabitha showed to the widows in her city. This is the kind of love that we, as Christ followers, are called to show to the people around us. So who are the widows in our midst? Who is in need of mothering love? People of all genders can show God's mothering love. You don't even have to have kids. This week, I invite you to see who in your midst is in need of mothering love and to show that love to them. How is God calling you to share God's mothering love? Maybe it is reaching out to a friend who is struggling. Maybe it is advocating for accessible health care for everyone. Maybe it is researching child care deserts and ways to lower maternal and infant mortality rates which are astoundingly high in the united states maybe it is mentoring a teenager in your neighborhood or supporting youth and children in our church and in our schools i don't know how god is calling you to show mothering love in your life What I do know is that more mothering love is needed in our world. We need more mother bear, mother eagle, and mother hen love. More mothering love from God, shown to the world through our actions. May it be so, amen.